can start from the tippy we can start from the top hey guys okay we can start from the tippy we can start from the top good morning usa yo 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 good morning angela yee Good morning, DJ Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Hump day. <laughs> Good morning. Yes. What's happening? You know what I mean? To all yes. the big steppers out there. Everybody out there with Sasquatch feet, Wendy Williams boots. Drop on the clues bomb for yourself. Goodness gracious. How you feel this morning? Good morning. How do you feel? It's Wednesday. It's hump day. You know, uh, New York City, New Jersey, Tri-State area got some snow yesterday. They said it's going to be about one, two, one to two inches, maybe three. But where I live in Jersey, it was like maybe six inches. You can't handle it. Shut up. You can handle it. <laughs> Shut up, man. You can handle it. So getting into work today, there was a couple of accidents. Uh, even our producer is a little late because it was accidents on the road this morning. So if you're on your way to work, I know in areas Chicago, I, go, I know got hit nasty. I know Detroit got hit nasty in a couple other areas. I even seen snow in Vegas. Somebody show me a picture of snow in Vegas. So if, hey, you, if you're out there driving on your commute to work, just be careful. It's Give yourself a little extra time. It's winter time, guys. It's January. It is. Okay, it's going to be winter weather conditions. You know? Mm-hmm. I was thinking about you yesterday. I thought you was running late because did you see what, what he put in the group chat last night, Angelique? What did I put in what the group chat? How China's using anal swabs I to did not detect COVID-19. Now listen, a liar. Here's the thing. I didn't put that in the group chat. Um, you know, but I didn't why would that make him late? I, I haven't. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good times make people late. I haven't in the good a good source that um, anal swabs have been in America for a while, but you just have to know the right people to talk to, and you know they enter you through the back door to enter your back door in order to test your uh, COVID. All right. Well, I didn't put that in and the group chat. And then they swab it kind of like how they swab it around and around in your nose. How they do it, Envy? Oh, you're interested in getting it? Why are you asking? Uh, Daniel, our producer, actually found this article. It was in the New York <laughs> Post. And they said that, uh, yes, China oh. is using it to detect COVID-19. Anal swabs. And I wonder if that's less intrusive. Because yesterday I had to have, I actually had to have two, almost three COVID tests in the past like 36 hours because mm-hmm. I had the what's it called the PCR test yes the PCR test the day before it came back inconclusive then it came back negative so the next morning I had another one that one came back negative and then yesterday we had to shoot something here for iHeart and they wanted to do another one and I saw those long needles and I'm looking yeah. at that needle I'm like that's the needle that goes deep I never had that it's not that a COVID needle test. Like, it's, no, not, it's a not a needle it's whatever the hell it it's is it's like a Q-tip bro. a Q-tip but it's a real long thin one and I'm like I've seen that one on TV that one goes deep so I asked the dude I said how deep do you gotta go and he goes deep enough until I feel resistance <laughs> and I was like oh hell no so I, I said, was yeah. like yes I was like nope. yes I said yeah yes. I said, get, get, use my results from the one I just took 
two hours ago, please. <laughs> now, that was the one of the worst tests that uh, I received. Um, and I, I, I do them frequently, too. I got to do another one today. But, yeah, that was one of the worst. And, like, yeah, there was no stopping. You yeah, just kept man. jamming it. And uh, I'm like, yeah, all right, man. you got to stop someday. Y'all got to be gentle. I understand that, you know, you got to test properly. But some of y'all are just too rough. Okay? Some of y'all yeah. are more gentle than others. You can't just stick it in, no, right? No, man. Like, no. Create conversation first. And don't 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 tell me to breathe. You know what <laughs> I mean? And tell me that you're gonna keep going till you feel resistance. What the hell does that mean? I'm resistant from the beginning. I almost coughed on him. He's like, don't cough. I'm like, don't cough. Don't cough. Jeez. Come on, man. Knock it off. And All they right. had some that you could prick your finger too. If you ever did that one. I'm with that. I've never been I've never even been off of that. Nah, me neither. <laughs> mm -hmm. I gotta do a saliva one today. A saliva I, test. I, today. I, I have I have those at the house. Um, but I've never used those either. All right. Well, Will Packer and Felicia Mary will be joining us. Yes. They have a new show called Charlamagne to like this bigger. Well, it's actually not new. It was on BET Plus, and now they put the first season on BET mm -hmm. so that you could watch it there. And then they have a, a been approved for a season two. Yeah, yeah Felicia Mary tonight, right? Yes, premieres mm -hmm. tonight. And Felicia Mary is the showrunner, so we'll and kick creator. it with and creator too. Yeah, creator and showrunner. Oh, that's mm -hmm. dope. So we'll kick it with Will Packer and Felicia Mary in a little bit. What front page news? What are we talking about? Well, let's talk about President Biden and these executive orders that he's put into effect yesterday. All right, we'll get into that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. Where are we starting, you? Well, let's start with President Biden. Now, some of the things that he plans to do is to reopen the healthcare.gov insurance markets. That is for a special sign-up opportunity. That is for people who need coverage during the coronavirus pandemic. That's something that Donald Trump uh, was, it was disappointing that he never did anything. A lot of people are out of work. They don't have insurance right now. So opening the insurance market is not something that'll happen right away. They want to give people some time to make sure the insurance companies are ready. They want to make sure the website is ready for an influx of new customers. They're also going to do a marketing campaign to make sure people know about this new enrollment period and then they'll be good to go. Uh, now, in addition to that, let's talk about housing. Uh, Joe Biden signed an executive order on fair housing policies. Housing is a right in America and home ownership is an essential tool to wealth creation and to be passed down to, to generations. Today, I'm directing the Department of Housing and Urban Affairs and Urban Development to redress the historical racism in federal housing policies. What does that mean? Yeah, what does that mean? He's gonna. What does that mean? Where's the money gonna come from in order for us to have the the, the capital to even get in get, get, get to play that game? That's a whole lot of what? car sales talk. That's all. That's all he's doing because he he didn't he didn't do anything. He just said we're gonna readdress. We're gonna look at what happened. No, we got to make changes. You got to put money into people's hands so they can purchase 100%. the house. They got to make it easier for people to get loans. That's all I'm they saying. They got to help them with the down payments. Like, come that's on. That's all I'm saying. It's not rocket science. All right. In addition to that, he also signed an executive order to uh, combat racism against Asian-Americans. Those numbers have skyrocketed since coronavirus, and it didn't help that Donald Trump kept calling it China virus. Today, I'm directing federal agencies to combat resurgence of xenophobia, particularly against Asian-Americans and Pacific Islanders that we've seen skyrocket during this pandemic. I've asked the Department of Justice to strengthen its partnership with the Asian American and Pacific Islander community to prevent those hate crimes. I've also asked the Department of Health and Human Services to put out best practices for combating xenophobia and our national response to COVID. That's great, but uh, can we sign some executive orders to combat racism against black people? Can we can we get in on that action? Like, uh, you know, I'm, I'm happy that they're, they're doing that for, for them. But can we do it for us as well? 
I'm just saying. Yeah, there's a, I'm with it you. feels like there's, yeah, I mean, there's a lot that's got to be done. How long has it been so far? I don't, I mean, listen. Uh, the I first few days? Maybe a week. We got to make sure. Well, you know, a lot of these things were already in place under Obama. Trump just got rid of them. So Biden bringing a lot of things back that were already in place during the Obama era. I just don't believe those changes are radical enough. I just don't, you know. And then what's the difference between an executive order, which he can sign right away? Are there certain things that can't be executive order? Like, I'm not sure. What can you say? What has to pass through Congress and what can he sign as an executive order? What's the difference? Well, some things aren't law. You know what I mean? So executive order can, you know, reverse some things in the moment. But, you know, you have to make some of these things actual law. Mm. Right. That's why I think with the. Yeah, I think that's why even with the uh, health insurance, that's something that has to be a law. That's more of a longer term thing. And then mm-hmm. I'm sure some of these things are going to have to be long term things they have to implement that are going to take more than just an executive order. Right? It, just, it just it just sounds strange when you're a black person and you sit back and you hear them say that they're doing things to combat, um, you know, xenophobia. And, mm-hmm. you know, um, I, I forgot the other thing he said, but I, and I'm, I'm, I'm all for that. But then it's just like when he says specifically for them, but then you're watching your own people get killed all the time. It's like, well, what about us? <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, he we'll said, talk, we'll he, said he did about discuss about things. private prisons. Yeah, oh, no, yeah, that, that's not, that's now that's we'll talk about that. We can talk about that next hour. Yeah, we're gonna talk about that in the next hour. All right. Well, that is your front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent. Hit us up right now. Again, the phone lines. 800-585-1051. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. I'm This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad. Or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Yo, what's up, Envy? What's up, Trav? Hey, 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 Trav. What's up, Char? Good morning, sis. I was thinking about you this morning when I found out that uh, COVID's going to be doing anal swabs now. Hey, listen, I was just about to, I heard y'all talking about that, right? And I only call real quick just to say, I read an article that a rabbi said that the COVID-19 vaccine will make you gay if you take it. So I just want to encourage all the handsome men to go out there, take care of your health, <laughs> and get the vaccine. If you're ugly, you ain't got to worry about it. But if you're cute, definitely get the vaccine. Trav, that's going to be part of the plot line for this uh, movie that I'm remaking called Gay Is in Outer Space. <laughs> and that's going to be part hey, yo, of it. Can, uh, listen, can I be in it? Of course, Trav. I'm going to write you in the role. You're the one who comes up with the diabolical scheme to put the gayness in the vaccine. And then you pick out all the handsome men that we're going to turn out. My goodness. uh, All right. Sounds good to me. And I also want to say, Charlamagne, you're not a power bottom. You're just a bottle. That's All a right, goddamn lie. I'm go. a power top. Don't now, play with me. I sent that to my um, my physician's assistant, my doctor, right? And she she hit me back. We're not even with the envy. She said, Rashawn, are you really bothering me right now? So <laughs> I said, I just want just just question. That's all. Hello, who's this? Yes, hello. You don't have to disguise yes. your voice. It's radio. We can't yeah, see. This you. is radio. We can't see you anyway. My name's Cheryl. Hey, Hi, Cheryl. Cheryl. How hey, you doing, Cheryl? Cheryl? I know your sister Pearl. I y'all. This Jack, Jack, Jack. Y'all, what's going on? This you calling from Florida, aren't you? You definitely know I'm not calling from Florida, Charlie. <laughs> no, you I know don't. I'm down to the death of me. Oh, Chicago, what's happening? What's Love up, Chicago. Mama? What's going on, y'all? I just wanted to say good morning and shout out my business, Hatchet Society, the number one stoner female brand. Okay, Angela, did you get the package or no? Uh, no, I didn't get it. What'd you send? You know, I sent you a bag, and I filled up a bag courtesy of Hatchet Society, and you know we have problems with Charlemagne thinking that, you know, it's, a lace, right? And that's why you can't get it. And we just waiting on him to get <laughs> to as, as long as you just give it up, Charlamagne, like, I, I can stop calling you. I you try to steal my lace, I don't lace have friend. your little fake Birkin that you're selling, okay? You keep that little Birkin <laughs> to yourself. I don't have no Birkin, okay? 
DJ Emmy, how you doing this morning? I never get to talk to you. How you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing good. You probably set it up here. You ain't been up here in, in a long time, so she probably ain't getting none of her packages yet. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's okay. I just wanted to wish y'all a very, very great, like, beginning of y'all new year. You know I love y'all. I'm rocking with y'all all day to the death of me, and y'all just stay blessed. We love, we love you. you Thank you very much. Hello, who's this? Victoria. Hey, Victoria. What's the matter? Get it off your chest. Oh, no, no, no. I just want to say birthday. It's my birthday. Ah, it's, oh, it's your birthday. Happy birthday. It's your birthday. Happy birthday. It's your birthday. It's your birthday. You. What you doing for your birthday? Um, I went to Texas, so I did that. You went to Texas? Yes. From where? Where are you traveling from? Jersey. Oh, Texas oh, okay. is wide open. That's why you're going to Texas, huh? Mm, not really. Are you, oh, you got some peen peen in Texas. Okay. I just want to say that. <laughs> they, they, they say everything's wow. bigger in Texas. That's what the streets say. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Oh. All right. Charlamagne. All right. Well, have a great well, birthday. Well, have, Captain, have a great tell birthday. Tell Captain Hook we said hi. All right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Let's go. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're man or black. Say it with your chest. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. So if you got something on your mind, let it out. Hello, who's this? Yo. Yo, yo, who's this? What's up, man? This is Hey, what's, what's going on, bro? Get it off your chest. Hey, good morning. Hey, I'm in, I'm in the metro, man. Just calling. 803, what's happening? Yo. Hey, shout out to my wife. We've been getting up at 4.30 every morning, working out for the last six, seven days. Doing hard. You mean waking up working out, you said? Yeah, man. Getting healthy. Oh, that's beautiful, that's man. Great, bro. That's beautiful. Health is wealth, yeah, my man. brother. I was listening to the podcast yesterday. You told grandma you keep feeding them kids on McDonald's and everybody wonder why they're gonna have high blood pressure in line. Man, she was beautiful. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's the truth though. You know what I mean? Oh, no, that's hilarious, though. Yes, sir. I, I feel you. I'm happy for you though, man. I'm glad your um your wife your wife is uh working out. Thank so you, you don't have the, the the need to feel like you gotta go get a girlfriend. Stupid. Hello, who's this? This is Reggie from Jackson, Mississippi, man. How y'all doing? What's up, Reggie? Not much. I called to get on you, DJ Envy. Yes, sir. Why? Because you're an HBCU supporter, right? Yes, sir. So why haven't you been on the Dion thing he's doing, man? For the Texas State University. He's getting all the A1 school students to uh, transfer to his program. You said what? So I think y'all should be Dion Sanders. Yeah, he's a coach at Jackson State Tigers. Right, and he got all the A1 players committing to Jackson State, man. I think that should be announced every day to get them some, you know, some motivation, man, for everybody else to do that same transfer, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Shout out to Deion Sanders and what he's doing with that program over Definitely there, Definitely salute to Deion Sanders. There's a lot of students having their HBCUs for, for both football, basketball. I think, it's a, I think it's a wonderful and great thing. Right, 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 man. So keep them boys inspired, man, and, and you know, give them a shout out every once in a while, man. That's all. Okay. Thank you, brother. Well, you can call up and do it, too, just in case we miss it. That's that's what we, we, we created this feature for, brother. I right, appreciate it, man. Y'all take it easy. Love you, Angelique. <laughs> okay. Love right. you, Reggie. Hey, I'm going to tell you something, man. Instagram is getting ridiculous. When why? you speak about it, tell them why you're mad. It's just the stuff that they be choosing to take down. Like, they took down the tweet that I reposted when yeah. the guy said, this inauguration looking kind of lit for a nigga that owe me $2,000. How is that? How does that go against... Uh, community guidelines. How is that hate speech or symbols? Because it's a brother saying that, yes, the president of, of the United States of America who campaigned saying that he was going to give $2,000 in relief to people 
How is that going white against community guidelines? Money sounds like hate speech to me. That's crazy to me. That's <laughs> insane. Like, God damn, Instagram, you mad because the brother said this inauguration look lit for somebody that owe me two thousand dollars? That's considered hate speech. Damn it, man. <laughs> man you can't even complain because this ain't our platform. Nope. Hello, who's this? Hello, this. Uh, this yeah. Hi. <laughs> I'm, I'm calling in. I'm calling in specifically for Charlemagne, man. I'm okay. right here, King. He What's that? happening? Charlamagne, I, we, I'm from Savannah, man. You being from the South, I, 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 I do appreciate how woke you are, but I do want to say one thing, brother. Yes, sir. We should be talking about reparations and nothing else. I spoke about reparations yesterday. I know you did, brother. So that's got to be the only focus. Because in order for us to be made whole, we got to be repaired. All this other stuff is secondary, Charlamagne. I tend, I tend to agree with you. You know what I mean? I think that the only way that this country can atone for its its original sin, which is slavery, is through economic empowerment. But you know, what does that look like? Exactly, and I, man, I, and I love it. I, I I really think that you 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 you're trying to step into the forefront of it. But it's got to be the only thing that we talk about right now. You, you notice that they that, that your your they, none of them has mentioned the word reparations. You have. Have you heard Biden well, even mention it yet? Well, they try to say. Well, they try to say it in other ways. They try to say like economic equity. You know what I mean? As opposed to reparations, yeah. because sadly, the word reparations is kind of like the term to fund the police. Like, you know, for whatever reason, it turns I, people off. It's a non-starter for some folk. Listen, man, I'm, I'm definitely proud of you, man, being from this area. But stay on their neck about it, man. They try to switch the conversation a lot on you because that's the main thing that's going to even the playing field. And you know that there's got to be the thing because every time you bring it up, it's like you're saying saying something like cancer or AIDS because that's that's it. So stay on the neck, King. Yes, sir, King. Appreciate uh, you, man. I, I love Savannah, too, man. Salute to uh, Pure Pain Records out of Savannah. They used to be a record label out of Savannah back in the day. Remember Camouflage? Let's be cut friends. La, la, la. Savannah's a beautiful city. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up now. We got uh, rumors on the way, Yee? Yes, Tyler Perry got both doses of the COVID-19 vaccine, and we'll let him tell you why. You got him that fast? All right, we'll get into it next. Mm-hmm. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The Rumor Report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's The Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Well, Diddy is allegedly working on a new secret music project, according to the Jasmine brand. Now, Eric Bellinger posted a photo of him and Diddy on live recently on his Instagram and captioned, It's all love. Diddy also posted a video of him with Ray J on a yacht together, and he put love on there. So he hasn't put out an album in six years. Yeah. Uh, when was that MMM project? How long ago was that? Uh, that was in 2015. 2015, okay. Yeah, I, seen him, I seen him in the, I, I seen him with uh with Rick Ross yesterday. Rick Ross yesterday too. I don't know if they were in the studio, if they were working, or if they were planning out some other things. But yeah, I see Diddy working. A lot of good music was on the MMM project. I think mm-hmm. like I think Styles P wrote a lot of that. All right, now Ludacris mm. got his Mercedes Benz stolen. I know we mentioned this at the end of the show yesterday, and his car was stolen. He was trying to go to the ATM and he left his car running, and Somebody stole his car. He said he heard his car pulling off, turned around, the car was gone. He didn't get a chance to see who it was. So Damn police it. did not disclose Man. the location uh, where it was initially stolen. And yeah. Two of, two of, two of my Let worst fears. 
You know what I mean? One of them is, um, you know, somebody's stealing your car. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? That's why I don't keep anything in the car because I don't want no information in there. Mm-hmm. And also just jumping out at the ATM and then something happening. Whether you get robbed. It, in this case, he got his car robbed, but you know, right. people can stick you up at the ATM. That's why I only do the drive through ATMs. Now, the officers mm-hmm. did track the car electronically at a location uh, in northwest Atlanta, and they found property belonging to Ludacris at the address, but the car was moved, and they did continue to track the car until it was found in a parking deck in Midtown, but, and it was unoccupied when they located it. Don't you have, if you have, like, what is it, OnStar? one of them things yeah, on they, the car that you can, mm-hmm. if these somebody kids steal smart. it. These kids are smart, so they know where the computer is for the OnStar mm-hmm. or the tracking device, so they pull it out immediately, so you, it's hard to track the car. Mm. Oh, that's what they do in New York, New Jersey. They pull that out immediately. The first five minutes, they pull that out, throw that out on the highway, so you won't be able to track the car. Some of the new cars come with something, though, that's not even OnStar, though. It's something else. It's some type of other tracking device. Yeah, these, these youngsters know. These youngsters really? know where all these things are. So if you have a car like that, it's best that you put your own device in the car that's not connected to the computer, so you can yeah. always find your car if you want to. Damn, well, he's got to get back to shooting carjackers, man. That's all. I'm serious. Well, he, didn't, he didn't even see who it was. He turned around, the car was gone. <laughs> Just saying. All right. Timberland says that Drake texted him and wants to set up a Timberland, a Timberlake, a Justin Timberlake and Usher versus. So Usher here's what he said. versus Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake, yes, we know. Drake hit me up too about it too. He said, "You got, we got to make that happen. We got to make that happen." I'm like, "Soon to come, soon to come." Usher, nineteen to one. Drop on the clues bombs for Usher. And I yeah. mean, and when I say. He's killing Justin Timberlake. And yeah. I say one like in a spades game. Like I might have a possible, <laughs> but I really don't have any spades in Usher my wa- hand. Usher washes. Usher washes, washes Justin him. Timberlake. Uh-huh. And I like Justin Timberlake, but y'all gonna stop playing with Usher Raymond. Like Usher Raymond ain't sitting over there with nuclear rap weapons. Okay? Like, what you Justin no- Timberlake song could beat a uh, Usher song? It depends on the placement. Mm. You know what I mean? I mean, he got joints. He got you, you know, Crimea River. River. He got joints, but it just depends on the placement. All I know is he ain't got no H701. All mm-hmm. I know is he ain't got no confessions. Nope. Okay? Play with Usher Raymond if you want to, Justin Timberlake. Yeah, I think he got Cry Me River. What's the clips one? One of the clips produced? Yeah, I'm like Neptune's produced with clips the first. But they ain't no Usher level. Ain't no Usher level, man. Stop playing with Usher Raymond, man. Stop playing with Usher Raymond. Sexy Back was a good song. Listen, certain people people we want to see in verses because we know it's entertaining, but when you are artist, certain people you got to look at and say, don't play with that person. Don't play with Usher. Don't play with Mary J. Blige. Okay? Don't play with Sean Carter. Don't play with Diddy. Usher versus Mary J. Blige. That'd be a good one. I don't want to see that. That's like two countries throwing <laughs> nuclear weapons at each other. I don't want to see that. That'd be a good one. That's, that's, no, that's, that's a good will be one. Left stand- no, not, nobody will be left standing. That'd, that'd be a good one. That'd be a great one. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see that. Mary wins that one, I, by the way. I, to me. <laughs> personally. Mary wins that one. But, you know, I worship that's Mary a good, That's a good one, though. Uh, All right, Boosie Badass says he, Usher, he lost it after C-Murder didn't get a pardon from Donald Trump. Now, he was on with Vlad TV. Here's what he said. When I woke up, I really kind of lost it because I... Grabbed the phone and made a video to Camilla Harris and the president. Camilla. My people like, no, you can't drop that on Instagram. No, you can't drop it. I was telling them, save him. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was straight telling Camilla, what if you had a son uh, who done done 20 years and he innocent? You know, and the facts show all this in this case, everything is point blank. You would want him free, you know, but. I just end up tweeting what I said and calm down and, uh, and just pray for him. Send it to the wrong person. But Donald Trump can only do um, federal pardons. Ain't see murder's case is a state case, so you can't pardon see murder. All right, now Tyler Perry got both doses of the COVID nineteen vaccine. He was on with Gail King, and here's his explanation. 
Oh, we don't have it. Okay. All right. Well, he said he took one uh, January 4th, and then he said he took the second one. He said, I had no reaction to the first shot. This shot that I just took yesterday, I woke up with some aches and pains, but I took some Advil about an hour ago, and I feel fine now. Now, the reason that he did it, he's actually doing this special that's going to air on BET tomorrow. It's called COVID-19 Vaccine and the Black Community, a Tyler Perry special. He said, if you look at our history in this country, the Tuskegee experiment, Henrietta Lacks, it raises flags for us as African-American people. So I understand why there's a healthy skepticism about the vaccine. I have a crew that works for me and they're largely African-American people who are all skeptical. So that's why he took it. No, it's not skepticism. It's actual distrust. And I'm sick of people acting like the distrust black people have for that vaccine isn't warranted. I've never seen this government be in a rush to combat any other ailments in the black community. Not the racial wealth gap, not police brutality, not lack of health care, mental and physical. But all of a sudden, y'all want to come in and save us with this vaccine as, as if this country hasn't shown us how real medical racism is. It's so much research that shows how different black patients are treated from white patients. Yes, you mentioned the Tuskegee experiment, but let's not forget uh, profiting off black bodies in the name of the advancement of science. Word to Henrietta so it's been too much malpractice done to melanated people for us to just all of a sudden trust y'all in regards to this vaccine. I don't care what black person y'all get to take it publicly. I'm surprised they, they didn't give them hell because there's so many essential workers, teachers, hospital employees that can't get the shot. I'm surprised. Well, it's for a good cause. So, it is, I mean, but I mean, yeah, it's, it's just it's one person. Yeah. It's for this to show. Yeah, and I think they are trying to make sure that black people don't get left behind when it comes to the vaccine. If everyone else is getting it and we're not even wanting to you get know, it. They've never cared about us getting left behind and everything else in every statistical but category in, the, in America. Maybe Tyler Perry Maybe Tyler Perry cares. I don't know, but I'm. that's why he did it. He wants people to see. And I'm still skeptical about it. So Not hey, me. My name's on the list. But they, yeah, they said they need... But I was going to just say there's a lot of people who don't want to take it, though. And a lot of those people are in the black community. They said they need 70 percent of the population to take it. Well, last time I checked, white people make up 76.3 percent of the population. Have at it. Between them and the Cubans that think they are white, they'll be fine. You're stupid. Okay. All right. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. We got front page news next. What are we talking about? Uh, let's finish talking about Joe Biden and his executive orders uh, that he signed yesterday. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get <laughs> some front page news. Where are we starting, Yee? Well, let's start with President Biden. You know, he signed four executive orders yesterday, and one of them was not supporting private prisons with the federal government. Today, I'm also issuing an executive order that will ultimately end the Justice Department's use of private prisons, an industry that houses pretrial detainees and detainees and federal prisoners. The executive order directs the Attorney General to decline to renew contracts with privately operated criminal facilities. This is the first step to stop corporations from profiting off of incarceration that is less humane and less safe, as the studies show. And it is just the beginning of my administration's plan to address systemic problems in our criminal justice system. Um, I see everybody jumping up and down, but those orders don't tackle police accountability or reform. And they don't order to close private prisons under the DOJ's influence. And they don't have any effect on private detention facilities run by ICE. Okay. Now, President Biden tweeted out, America has never lived up to its founding promise of equality for all, but we've never stopped trying. (laughs) Today, I'll take action to advance racial equity and push us closer to that more perfect union we've always strived to be. Here's what else he had to say. I firmly believe the nation is ready to change, but government has to change as well. We need to make equity and justice part of what we do every day. Again, I'm not promising we can end it tomorrow, 
But I promise you, we're going to continue to make progress to eliminate systemic racism in every branch of the White House and the federal government is going to be part of that effort. That sounds good, but actions speak louder than words. That's all I can say, you know. And salute to Sean King. Sean King uh, actually posted yesterday how the Biden administration did not end private prisons, not even federally. Private federal immigration detention centers will continue. Most private prisons are state-based and will continue. Biden ended a tiny number of federal contracts. So all of that sounds good in hindsight, but no, it's not Now, President enough. Biden has also pledged, uh, has also set a bold timeline for a return to normal life. He says there will be sufficient vaccines for 300 million Americans by the end of summer. And that's, you know, that's quite a, a statement to make. So, you know, he's trying to show that he can actually uh, get people to open the cities and states to open back up again. So let's see what happens. All right, listen, I'm all for that. You know what I mean? But it's going to take people to go out there and take the vaccine. Like I said, 70, they say 76.3% yep. of the population is white. They need 70% of the people to do it. So between those white people, DJ Envy, and the Cubans who think they're white, <laughs> they can get it done. All right? I'm going to take my shot, man. Okay. I, I still feel bad for all the restaurant owners that still can't open up. They still can't. Even New York, they can't even open the indoor, not even a little bit, not even mm -hmm. 20%, not even 30%. They can't open up at all, and these businesses are suffering, so we need to do something. Yeah. And January has been the deadliest month for COVID-19 with nearly 80,000 lives lost so far in the United States. So it's not going anywhere yet. Yeah. People are tired. People are tired of staying in. People are tired of losing money. And, and unemployment is up for a lot of people. People are like, I got to get back out there and feed my family. You can't be mad at that. You can't. My friend Valerie just texted me and said she got the first shot for the vaccine. She's an essential worker and her um, husband got the first and the second shot. So, what, uh, you know, Valerie, she went to Hampton. And yeah, she, was she in Jersey, right? Can you mm -hmm. can you ask Valerie, has she seen uh, where the extra arm is growing yet? Can she? <laughs> I asked her how she felt. She said she's just a little sore right now. But other than that, she feels fine. Her mm -hmm. arm is sore. All right, well, that is your front page news. Also, right. I also do want to say though, you know, um, you know, all of the things Biden is doing, um, those, those are policies that were in effect under, you know, the Obama era. And, you know, build back better. Mm -hmm. If that means taking things back to the Obama era, I don't, I don't think that that's that's radical enough. I think that this time calls for like some real big radical change in mm -hmm. order to fight all of the things that are out there against us right now. You know, mm -hmm. I don't think taking it back to the policies, policies of the Obama era will be enough. All right. I do think having a very diverse cabinet is important, though, with different people in charge of different things. And so that is something that I will say is a really positive thing. And I'm looking forward to, uh, you know, some real, real changes happening, some laws being changed. Because, because, so. because, because of the people that are in place, when you see a diverse cabinet right. and you see a lot of different people represented, you would think it will be some huge, big radical change. I right. want to see some Civil Rights Act, a 1964 Voting Rights Act type of change. I want to see that type has of to real to big systemic change. He has to listen to his cabinet members. He can't just do it because it looks right and it says this looks good for my popularity. He has to do it because he means it and listens to his cabinet members. That's mm -hmm. what he has to do. All right, but when we come back, Will Packer and Felicia Mary will be joining us. They have a show bigger that's on tonight on BET, and we're going to talk about it's it. It's about penis size, too, by the way, which is a very triggering subject for me because I'm very small. I guess I'm average, seven inches, three fourths, eight when it's warm up. All right, 800. Uh, Will Packer and you'll be joining lips, us because I, I didn't definitely not lick my king. Yes, you it was did. my lips. I, I definitely did not lick my king. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely <laughs> did not lick Wakanda lick, forever. You lick your cane. You lick your cane. You lick your cane. What's wrong with you, man? It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning, man. I hate you. <laughs> it's the Breakfast Club.
Morning, everybody. Hi. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We have DJ Will Packer on the. First, <laughs> first of all, first of all, first Excuse of all, Marie. I like I like that Envy. You're using my my uh, my alter ego. No, I like I'm that. saying that is because during this quarantine, I you know I don't really open up for too many people. But I have opened up for DJ Will Packer on several locations where him and his wife get busy. I didn't know DJ Will, Will Packer could DJ. I didn't know that. I, I, that was one thing I didn't know. First of all, when he says me and my wife get busy, it's a DJ and a sexual preference. <laughs> first of all, I want to bring that up. But that is true. Envy actually opened for me. We did like a charity joint yeah. for a very important charity, uh, Silence the Shame. That's right. That our sister down here does, Shanti Dyes. Uh, yeah, mental health. And uh, and Envy opened, and then I spun. That's right. Now, you know, listen, as good as I am at making movies and TV shows is probably as bad as I am at DJing. So nah, you was rocking. I was having a, here's the thing. I have a good time. You know, the, you know how they say dance like nobody's watching. I don't care who's watching when I DJ. I got a good mic game. I know how to talk. My song selection is good. Envy, <laughs> you got to teach me how to blend and how to work on some of my transitions. But it's still a party. I got you. You drink got enough. You, you know. drink enough. I'm a good DJ. If you drink enough, I can rock a party. Yeah, I saw you last night celebrating um, because the goddamn Tampa Bay Buccaneers are going to the Super Bowl. And what's so interesting about this, I don't think that this interview is a coincidence. I don't know. Whatever. I don't keep up with these things. You know, the truth <laughs> happens so fast, you can miss it. So did, there's something. if something happened, y'all got to let me know. Whatever. I got, just, oh, just, nice coffee just, mug. Oh, nice, oh, nice, nice Tampa Bay Buccaneers coffee mug, Will. Guys, I'm just over here being great and history making and aspirational. That's all I'm doing. You know, me, Tom Brady. That's what we do. We oh just my whatever. The fact that I get to talk to you guys, especially my man Charlotte Maine, a Cowboys fan, because you know I live I live with a bunch of Cowboys fans. So the fact I get to talk to you the day after when we go into the Super Bowl, it's so crazy how this worked out. Yeah, brother. I don't think this is a coincidence. I really don't. My goodness. Listen, if you if you think I wouldn't have canceled this interview if we had lost that game yesterday, <laughs> I would have called in sick on a Zoom. Well, well Felicia, Mary, welcome. I'd have been here covering. I'd have been here. Well, Will couldn't be with us today, you know. Yes, um, yes. morning. She is the uh, showrunner for the new show, which I had to turn off because as I was watching this show, I'm, I'm watching. Why is that? I'm watching what? it. Charlam I didn't show Charlamagne this part yet, but I'm watching the show. And I'm seeing, you know, a couple getting it on. And then I seen uh, uh, a brother mm -hmm. walk by naked with his slong just swinging all over the place. And the first thing I said is, what network is this going to? <laughs> that happens. What happens when you walk and you have no clothes on? Right. That's right. I don't, I don't think Angela Yee would complain. I don't. I, I, I'm, I am a-okay with it. Trust me. <laughs> that's the, that's hey, it's time. You know, my goal in 2021, objectify men. You know, it's your time. <laughs> 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 Here's to that, Angela. Here's to that. Well, let's yes, cheers to that. I found out that you actually can't have an erect penis, though, on screen. It wasn't I erect. See. It was down, but... I, so you know what it can do. You know yeah. what it can do. I'm sorry. Sorry. I appreciate, <laughs> no, I appreciate the detail in Envy's description. I appreciate the fact that Envy really, you know, got in there and, and did an analysis of, yes. of, of how flaccid or not that he got the in there. was. Yeah. No, no. Envy was very Good job. Nothing wrong with that. I, I, what I would say is that... <laughs> uh, 
you know, the name of the show is called Bigger. This brother didn't need to be a wreck. That's what I'm going to say. Uh, <laughs> I, let, I let Felicia in there. Yeah, that would have been a whole Felicia the budget, and she went, she went crazy. <laughs> and uh, we snuck it past the BET censors. Because, you know, the show originally, it streams on BET+. Plus, right. But now, tonight, actually, it's going to be airing on BET, regular BET. So you don't have Goodness to use gracious. it. Your, your bootleg fire stick, you don't need to borrow somebody's, you know, trial code or nothing like that. It's on BT and it's starting tonight and you get to see some of this madness and tomfoolery that Felicia and her crew have put together. But it's it's hilarious. They went there. They go there on this show. Yes, great casting, Felicia. Oh, thank you. Thank that's you. that's all you care about, Yee. Now tell us about the show for people that don't know about the show. What's the premise of the show? Um, but it's about these friends who have been friends all their lives since college. Um, and part of that inspired by my own life, because I used to be in PR before, like moving to L.A. to become a writer, um, kind of kind of late in life. I wasn't in my 20s doing that. Um, but it, the whole group is asking the question, what's bigger and better? Is my life big enough? Am I living my best life? And um, they question each other and their, their selves about that. And in the meantime, sometimes that question is like, do I take the risk? Like for me, the risk was moving to um, LA and pursuing that dream. Or do I do what is safe, you know, and secure, like stay in, in marketing? Um, and so they're all asking that. And Lane, the main character, is particularly asking that in her professional life because she had left her corporate job and opened a shop in Little Five Points, a vintage store. Um, and in her personal life, she's she's been in, uh, proposed to by a guy who has it together, a doctor um, who takes care of her and loves her, but he is not bigger. So the penis is symbolic, you know, it's Yo, symbolic. Felicia, symbolic. I want you to know this is a very triggering ass show for me. You know no. what I'm saying? <laughs> now I'm going to tell you why, because I've, why? I've expressed the insecurities that I have in my penis for years on this radio, especially being that my wife, who I've been with, you know, forever, when she was in college, she cheated on me with a human whose penis was significantly bigger. <laughs> so I have a lot of well, triggers. It's not that hard not to be big. She shows you, Charlemagne. At the end of the day, listen, we are here for you, brother. We are, <laughs> we are, we are never gonna talk, you know. We are symbolically embracing you, my brother. Uh, we can't listen if we can't relate, but we still want you, and we want you to know that we got your back. And I appreciate you sharing that moment. All right. But to, but to your point, Felicia, there is always gonna be something bigger out there. So yeah. the, the question really is, are you settling, especially if you're marrying somebody and they look so great on paper and everything is supposed to be so great, but what if you're not completely in love and you don't know if this is it and you don't know if there's something bigger out there for you? That's a really difficult decision to make. Yeah, absolutely. Is it like pleasure, uh, you know, indulgence, or is it, I know what this life is safe and, and I know what's going to happen. And, you know, and there's, I can't tell you what that answer is, but y'all can watch season one. <laughs> And you're and, uh, the showrunner, right, Felicia? Yes, yes. Uh, the showrunner for season one was Devon Shepard, um, and I'm uh, showrunning the second season, which is uh, coming out this spring um, on BC Plus. The second season of Bigger. Dope, dope. Why, why was that? Why was that important for you, Will, to make to make sure that the creator was a, a, a sister and the showrunner? I think that if we're not using our various platforms and our power to do things like empower somebody, like a Felicia Mary, right? A sister that's put in the time, put in the work. People may not know her name now, but you will know her, right? Mm -hmm. You watch the show, you will see how good she is at combining humor 
with uh, provocative situations, with thought-provoking situations, and she just needed an opportunity. So if I'm not using my platform to put her in a position to win, what am I doing? It's the same thing you guys do. So it was important to do it. And, and Angela, you touched on something, which is like, you know, we're always, especially people that are like in their 30s, you know, 40s, like looking for something bigger and better. Like, is this it? Where it's not just about relationships, even in a job, right? Is this the job I'm supposed to have? Is this my passion? I talk to people like that all the time. I know y'all do too. And we all kind of have to deal with that in life, especially like with the pandemic, a lot of us have done like a refocus of what am I doing with my life? You know what I mean? And is this, is this it? And so Felicia kind of deals with that and you see the angst. But, you know, there's stuff about, you know, gentrification and code switching and, and body positivity. Like, it's a lot of issues that I think a lot of us can relate to. It's a smart, funny show. All right, when we come back, we got more with Will Packer and Felicia Mary. So don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MD Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Will Packer and Felicia Mary. This show, Bigger, is on tonight on BET. Yee. Does COVID get addressed in season two since you guys had to film during COVID? Yeah, you guys are first to learn that. We do uh, have the uh, show in the in the world of COVID. So that helped us too, mm-hmm. because a lot of times we would have to have ex- extras um, in masks anyway, because we, um, we just decided that this is a point in time that we're never going to forget. Like this is an etched point in history that will be here forever. And why not capture the moment, especially with a comedy? Um, so that we can lighten it as much as we can, because um, it's part of our everyday, and it's going to be for a while now, especially since it's, you know, the vaccine has reached two people. So, you know, <laughs> we'll, be, you know we'll see where how that goes. But yeah, we were we were happy to add a little humor to what is a, otherwise a very stressful moment in time. You know, Felicia, I would love to know the challenges you faced prior to, you know, Will in regard to being hired as a showrunner. Well, um, it's a, it's a, my, my journey, I feel very blessed. Um, it, it, it's really a lot of pounding the pavement and not knowing if anyone's going to ever make your stuff. <laughs> to be honest, it's a lot of, um, I had to put in the work of going to film school. I went to UCLA, like I said, late, later in life, just to give me the credibility and just not moving out to LA um, randomly with all the thousands of other people who move out here to do various things. So it's, it's learning the craft first and that can take several years. It's not, it's nothing you could do quick. And then entering, putting your work out there through context tests and writing fellowships. And that's kind of how it ended up happening. One thing leads to another. So take that one step and that one step um, can open five other doors just because you took one step in the right direction. That's what kind of happened with me. I have a question for both of you guys. You know, yeah. what are your thoughts on the movie business? And the reason I say that, I was uh, watching the news and it was like, you know, Liam Neeson had the biggest the biggest week in the movies and it was $2 million. And I'm like, ooh. Dollars, I was yeah. like, ooh, that's that's usually you when you hear big box office, you hear 20 million, 30 million, 40 million, 50 million. So for right now, does it even make sense to put movies in the movie theater? Because most theaters are closed. Most theaters are only shown at 20%, 30%. You know, does it make sense to do that right now? No, no. I don't think so. Um, I think that, you know, we're in a transitional period. You will, it it will never be like it was um, where you had a lot of movies, not just big blockbusters uh, in theaters and able to open and and open big. You know, I, I, I myself, I have, I have 10 number one movies at the box office back when box offices were open and that really meant something. Um, a lot of those types of movies will probably go to streaming now. 
and and that's okay. But I'll tell you, as a content creator, I got to be able to make stuff for people where they are. So yeah. I got to be able to make stuff for theaters, but I also got to be able to make stuff for streaming, make stuff for people to view at home, and it's still got to be good because just because it's not in theaters doesn't mean everybody's going to watch it because there's so much content out there now. Well, Will, question. Can, can you create superstars without the theaters? Meaning, is Kevin Hart still a superstar if Think Like a Man doesn't come out in theaters? Does Tiffany Haddish become a superstar if Girls Trip doesn't do $100 million? Can Felicia Mary become a superstar showrunner? You know, if it's if it's not a big theater production, mm-hmm. right. yeah, different way. It's a, <laughs> she, Felicia says yes. <laughs> no. it's, it's the right question, Charlemagne. Honestly, because it's a different type of star, right? Because you know, one of the things I've talked about for a while is that there's a difference between like a star and a celebrity. A a a celebrity is somebody that like you know everybody wants their selfie taken with them, got a million followers, and you know you could you can become a celeb a variety of ways. But a star is someone you will pay to see. Um, I think you'll have a lot more celebs, people that feel like they are well-known and famous, but I think the number of stars will drop, honestly, because there is something about seeing someone on the biggest platform possible. You know, the stars haven't really been bringing in guaranteed box office like that for a while. You had to have the right movie. You know, Tiffany Haddish, she wasn't a star and the studio wanted another star. And I said, we don't need that. We need the right person for that role. And it was her. Mm-hmm. Now it definitely made her a star. And I wish she could have that, you know, that theatrical experience to continue to buoy her career, but it's different, man. It's you asking the right question. It's a different time. Mm-hmm. Now, now Felicia, what was your inspiration to blend uh, the, the, the live action with, with animation? Cause I heard the penis is CGI. It's not real. Um, He's a hater. It's not CGI, but uh, anyway, um, it's uh, when we were initially talking about like how to have fun with this show. um, There are a lot of, um, you know, luckily we have so many outlets so we can we can have content now. Um, it, It allows us to play a little more before with black shows. I feel like we have to sort of get straight to the point be kind of traditional and it was like all the the white shows had all the fun we wanted to just do things that you wouldn't typically see in a show like this and so animation became part of that are you married i am not okay did, did you that turn really... down did you turn down somebody <laughs> like Lane did? you know um I w- uh-oh uh-oh <laughs> I tell you, Felicia, you got to be ready when you come on the breakfast. Oh, I know. I, uh, they you have real- to be ready. There's, not, there's no beating around the bush. Hmm. Um, there was not one particular man that was Greg. No, there was not one particular man that was Reggie either. Um, they just symbolize, you know, the 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 choice that you you know you can make, but you can also see yourself wanting to scream in ten years with this person. Gotcha. Um, and then with the other option, the, the the risky option, you can see that burning out in two months, you know, when you choose a, a Reggie in your life. And the same way with career, you know, I saw a version where I moved to LA and failed completely <laughs> and then lost and then spent all my little savings. Um, then I saw, you know, a scenario where I'm talking to you guys, you know what I mean? It's always a choice. Um, when you take the risk of what that risk could lead to and which risks to take. All right, we got more with Will Packer and Felicia Mary, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Will Packer 
and Felicia Mary. She is the showrunner and creator of Bigger, which comes on tonight on BET. Now, Charlamagne? I was going to ask, do you think it is significantly harder for a successful black woman to find love? Yes, I do. I do. And I don't know what's behind that. Is it because, you know, black women, we like to say, oh, men are intimidated by us. Um, I don't think it's that simple. You know, I think it's um, really complex. Um, you know, a lot of times brothers, when they get, when brothers who are equally yoked with a professional black woman might try to choose other because they just think that's what they're supposed to do at a certain level. And that is informed by a lot of societal things throughout history. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. so I think it's really, um, a lot of times we feel abandoned, you know, and we want to stick with brothers and it's just, but then when I feel like, cause I, 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 I am in a relationship. Mm -hmm. And uh, now, and I, with the black man, and I feel like when people are sort of healthy about our place in society and who we are, we can find each other and, and move away all those sort of um, obstacles that society is really putting in the way of, to me, black love half the time. Um, and, you know, I, I just think, you know, it's just more men, women than men <laughs> in general. And then you pile on professional women and it just it's just not easy. I don't think it's easy for any woman, but I have a lot of hope with that. I think that Kamala Harris being our first vice president um, lets us be seen in a in a in a different way um, and validates us in a different way. So I'm hoping just the black woman in America um, feels different, is valued and, and cherished in a different way and then that means that men will do the same will follow. A, a lot of my homegirls tell me they cannot date, a lot of my successful homegirls, let me say that real successful homegirls say they can't date a black man unless he is in therapy has actively gone to therapy or is in therapy now Absolutely. I feel like for me therapy um, is, is huge um, in my life and so I think it's like that's what I mean when two people are healthy mm -hmm. um, then I think you can get beyond the societal limitations that have been put on us that make it hard for us to sort of trust each other absolutely well I look yeah. forward to watching this with the wife um, it's, yes. it's, it's very yes. B&T Uncutters I mean I've seen another scene where <laughs> yeah. are I'm, you going to talk about penises again no no this was an orgasm okay. or I seen water shoot but you know what? I'm not going to give it in. But uh, Wait, wait. And before we close, I just had one last question because it is bigger. We are, Envy did bring it back to the penises, of course. I didn't bring up the penis part. <laughs> but No, Envy has definitely been yeah. very penis-centered today. I don't, yeah. I'm here for it. It's fine. Yeah, penis on the brain. <laughs> this is a safe space, brother. Now, and this question is for Felicia. The question yeah. is, is bigger always better, though? Because when it comes to penises, is it ever too much? Oh, it depends on the person. It's an individual choice, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where I stay. leave that. Can <laughs> I, I say something, Angela? It's, it's interesting because, like, even Charlemagne brought up, like, his successful friends, and I've heard that as well. And, and you know, Felicia talked about, like, there's this, this reality, not just perception, that it's very hard for successful Black women to find a man. And in our show, she was talking about Reggie and Greg, so our lead character, she has... A, a doctor, a successful mm -hmm. black man who is all about her. Little, little, little cornballish, maybe, you know. A little uh, bit. That, that Felicia crafted the character is, you know, I, I, I felt a little triggered, you know what I mean? Because he was a successful brother that was a little corny and I, he didn't have the swag. <laughs> and then the, the kind of hood dude comes along and he's packing. So he comes <laughs> along with this, you know, 12 plus, plus inches hanging down there. Fake and now, Photoshop. Well, <laughs> Yeah, we need a little edge. We need a little edge, though. You know, and 
she didn't just say, well, I'm going to, you know, because it's hard to find a man and because I'm a successful black woman, even though she's in a transition herself, she doesn't say I'm going to take the safe route. That's what I like about the show is that it like it has a conversation that I think we need to have. I got one more question for you, Will. You know, um, we, we have to be intentional about putting us, meaning black people, in these executive positions. You know, most of the time in this business, all a black person needs is an opportunity. I yeah. wonder, do you get pushback sometimes when you're intentional about giving black folks opportunity? Oh, sure. Absolutely. It's. I mean, that's in every industry. You know, we, we, we were talking NFL earlier. You saw that with all these, you know, coaching vacancies and, and not one black coach hired as of yet, right? And mm-hmm. And other people get opportunities after opportunities. So sometimes I'm very intentional. And what I get is, well, have they done it before? Do they have the experience, right? And if we don't take smart risk on us. So at at my level, what I get a lot of times from financiers is we want somebody that's got a ton of experience and has done this a bunch. And that's not always somebody that looks like Felicia. That's the reality. Mm -hmm. But if I don't say we got to give, this sister's got a voice and got a vision and no, she hasn't run a show before, but we can put a great team around her. Let's have her voice and bring it to life. If I don't say that and like demand that it happens, then a lot of times it won't. So now that I'm in a position that I can hire people, I got to do it. I'm taking risks. <laughs> no, that's why we got to make sure this show is successful so it's Absolutely. not so difficult for the next Felicia. You know, just like in the NFL, there's, there, there's no, you know, the coaching vacancies haven't been filled by black people. But if you think about it, there's a team going to the Super Bowl who has black coaches and all four coordinator positions. I can't remember the name of the team. Mm-hmm. I don't remember which one it is, but it's so weird. I don't, we'll think whatever. We'll go to break and come back and see if we can figure out the name, <laughs> the name of that team. It's not the Cowboys. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Felicia, Mary, Will Pack, we appreciate you for checking in and definitely check out Bigger at what time? 10.30. 10.30. And 10:30. thank you, thank you guys for joining us. The Breakfast Club, good morning. Thank Thanks, you, Felicia. Guys. Thank you, Will. Thank you. Thank you, fam. Thank you. Appreciate it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Wendy Williams. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. Rumor, rumor, rumor. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. Well, are y'all ready for this Wendy Williams biopic on Lifetime that's coming out this weekend? She's been promoting it heavy. And here's a clip from that biopic. Of course, her now ex-husband, Kevin Hunter, is a huge topic on there. I was telling you, Envy, she didn't seem that bad. He didn't seem that bad. Like, that's how you know it's a lie. Was- Not at all. He didn't seem bad at all. Complete science fiction. Did you watch it yet, Charlemagne? No, I haven't watched the documentary. He seemed very nice, very You're in soothing, there too. calming. He seemed like a very supportive I uh, husband. Not, I better mm-hmm. not be in that documentary. You are in Well, no, in the biopic. You're in the biopic. You're absolutely in it. I can't do nothing about the biopic, but I better not be in that documentary. You're in the documentary. I, I didn't claim myself. you in it. How you talking. You on, how much you want to bet? I've seen it. When we send it to you? We want to bet? All right, well, here is bet? Wendy. Here's a snippet from the biopic. Kevin was her manager and one of the exec producers of the show. It's hard not to talk about because you're going to read about it. She'd lose her credibility if she did it. Wendy Williams has officially filed for divorce after almost 22 years. I know that voice. (laughs) She's out there delivering hot topics. She now becomes the hot topic. She's been forgiven an affair, but an affair with a baby, that's it. The only business me and Mr. Hunter are involved with is getting a divorce finalized. Did they clear your voice here? Uh, I think so. I think that's all it is. It's just that. 
Uh, but yeah, that's the doc. Actually, that's a documentary. There's a documentary and a biopic. So you get to see both of those. Now, she's been doing around and she was on Sirius with Jess Cagle on the Jess Cagle show. And here's what she had to say about Kevin being a serial cheater. I don't regret the day of meeting him. I don't regret putting up with him for all 25 years. And that has nothing to do with him having this baby or him having this uh, side girl for almost 15 years of our marriage. I've known about her almost since the beginning. I've known that Kevin is a serial cheat. Uh, the first time I found out was while I was pregnant with our son on bed rest. I plotted to divorce Kevin and I sacrificed a lot of myself to come out successful on the other side. Eek. I haven't watched a documentary from the beginning. I haven't watched. That's not a good sign. I I haven't watched a documentary or movie yet, but from the parts I've seen, uh, I don't see the truth, especially especially how y'all telling me Kelvin was portrayed. At first, he was portrayed as a very nice, very uh, supportive. I was like, okay, I didn't expect all that. A a great guy, really did. And she went through. She went. She went through a lot with her miscarriages, and -hmm. And he was always there by her side and pushing her to get a job and being very supportive. Is you speak to Wendy Charlemagne? She I do not speak to Wendy. Why do y'all keep saying? (laughs) Why do you tell these lies? Mm-hmm. I do not speak to him. He was on a documentary. Man, listen. He was in a biopic. You definitely introduced Kevin to his uh his that mistress. Happened. I don't know. I don't know how they portrayed I don't know how they portrayed it in the movie, but that did happen. Yes, uh, in did. the movie they were like, Charlemagne, who's that? And you was that like, was oh, his I, I know that girl from South Carolina. Yeah, that's the homie from South Carolina. Da, 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 da. That ain't how it happened. Well, listen, <laughs> da, 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 da. I'm sure the producers... and, uh, Was that Charlemagne driving Wendy to go? Nah, um... I thought it was, but I'm not sure. But if it I is, I never drove Wendy. I've never driven Wendy nowhere in my yeah. life. So in, in the mo- in the biopic, it, so it shows Charlemagne <laughs> driving Wendy to allegedly. I wasn't sure if that was him. Kevin's side chick house. Oh, that's a that's a, that's. I'm not sure. Yeah, they had a lie. house together. Yeah, they had a house together. It looked like Charlemagne was driving. That's a hundred percent a lie. I've never driven Wendy anywhere in my life, but. I'm sure the producers did a great job, but you know, for what I've seen, you have to get Jordan Peele, Stephen King, Wes Craven, Rob Zombie, and the writers of Precious and for Colored Girls to write what I've witnessed. Okay, I just feel like if you're going to give it up to folks in a documentary or movie, you got to keep it 100 and not 50. But I haven't watched it yet, so I have a better review. On All Monday. right, well, here's here's more of Wendy's interview where she's talking about um, Kevin and his uh, mistress and the baby and all of that. He used his good credit to purchase property that he chose to wine and dine his extramarital affairs. This girl wasn't the only one. She just happens to be the one who kept his baby. From what Mr. Hunter told me on the night that he, that she was, you know, with this new baby journey and her family and whatnot down south, he was with me, begging for giz- forgiveness, telling me to take a moment and, and he would see it and we were meant to be together. All right. Well, she's letting it all hang out right now. But um, yeah, so we had a chance to watch it. But that will be yeah. on Lifetime on January 30th at 8 p.m. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did she explain yes. the picture of Charlemagne sitting on, on her lap? <laughs> <laughs> Did that picture get explained? I think, was there a part in the movie where that happened? I am a victim! <laughs> I just Treat know. me like a victim! I'm just asking. I'm just asking. Would you make fun of I a victim? Like, I am a victim. I feel like I feel like there was a scene where he was on Kevin's lap as well. I'll beat the shit out of Kevin Hunter. I just don't like Kelvin Hunter. He's a sucker. And I don't like feeling like that towards people. Let that hurt go, bro. It's hard. That's the the one. You know that's the one for me. I I don't like him. He's a a complete and total sucker. Like y'all told me the other day, let that hurt go, bro. No. <laughs> I talk to my therapist about him about it all the time. That is one that can't. That's that's hard to let. Wow, that man, that man, has, that man has tried to ruin me 
one too many I times. I ain't mad at you. I know. Okay. Hey. So I could okay. care less what happened to him in his life. Oh, right. the other day when I said that, Envy, let that hate go. No, I didn't <laughs> say that. that. Let that You're not going to do a post. I exactly. I you wouldn't do a post. No, That's I didn't say I would do a post, but no. I didn't have a post come out. Hey. Like them, that was, we were Fist, saying the post but, was tacky. That actually that um, Pierce Morgan did that post about Larry King. It's no secret. If there's one person on this planet that I absolutely positively don't F with in any way, shape, or form and absolutely can't stand, and it triggers me to even hear his name, it's Kelvin Doodoo Brown Hunter. He's a sucker. Yeah. That's, right. That's right. It's Lenar McKelvey he talking. He seemed like a nice Charlemagne guy in the, the movie. Yeah, he seemed like happening? a great guy in the movie. Though. Uncle Charla. <laughs> Holla at me. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. We need to burn some sage. Yeah, man. Come fingers, on, man. man. Please, man. For real, man. Please, man. Calming. I'm not even joking. Burn some sage. I, I, I need to go in the room and take my beads and meditate right now. Heavy, got my man. blood pressure worked up. What kind of beads you yeah, got? Right? What kind of beads you got? Where are you pulling the beads from? First of all, they are beads, and I do my mantra with them. Where okay. you pull that out of? Yeah, where you get them beads all from? Right. And they all have right. a beautiful precious stone on it. Okay. I almost got some beads, too. Uh, Doc Johnson y'all is going to you guys Listen, I, I do what I have to do to keep my mental <laughs> wealth <right>. in check. <laughs> do what you okay. got to do. Mindfulness practices. <laughs> I don't know what the hell y'all talking about. All right, okay. yeah. All right. You guys <laughs> make me sick. We make you sick. I love this show. All right. I know you do. Now, who are you giving your donkey to, Mr. B, man? Uh, Leonora. Leonora R. Well, actually, Leonora A. She's from Mexico. We'll talk about it for after that. All right. And uh, don't forget, uh, we have a special announcement. We're doing something special for Black History Month. So keep it locked. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkeys of the Day, Charlemagne. I'm a Democrat, so being Donkey of the Day is a little bit of a mixed way. So like a donkey. Yeehaw. Okay. Donkey of the Day. <laughs> the Breakfast Club, bitches. Now, I've been called a lot in my 23 years, but Donkey of the Day is a new one. Yes, Donkey of the Day for Wednesday, January 27th goes to a woman identified as Leonora A. I want to start this off by saying one simple phrase, and that phrase is black men don't cheat. All right, that is a motto I have lived by the past four years of my life, and my life personally and professionally has been improved tremendously because of it, okay? Amen. So, say it again. Amen. Now, it was a personal decision I made for myself because I didn't want to cause my wife the same pain I saw my father cause my mother. But then when I started going to therapy, I realized I was only cheating to feed my wounded ego. See, when you have that wounded ego, it's like a bottomless pit, right? You keep feeding it and feeding it and feeding it, and it never gets full because of that wound. That wound creates a big gaping hole, and that hole can never be filled. Don't even look at me, Envy. I'm not even looking at Envy, and I know he's looking at me. As soon as he hears the word hole, he just, I bet you he looked at me. Didn't he look at me? I know he looked at me. It was gaping hole, not just hole. <laughs> See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? That hole can never be filled. Imagine pouring water into a cup that has a hole in the bottom, okay? Exactly. Exactly. That's what happens when you attempt to feed your wounded ego. Healthy ego is great. Wounded ego is Satan. And I am so happy that I stopped attempting to feed my ego by cheating and started feeding my soul by being faithful because, man, cheating was stressful. All right, the lies you have to tell not only your significant other, but the lies you tell yourself, the unnecessary anxiety, the guilt you feel that you end up projecting onto your significant other because your anxiety starts playing tricks on you. And you think because you're doing dirt, she has to be doing dirt too. And that jealousy and distrust, whoa, Nelly, it's getting hot in here because that jealousy and distrust, no relationship can ultimately survive that now. 
I don't know what moved me to say all of that this morning, but I do know today's donkey of the day is rooted in jealousy. See, Leonora A was arrested for stabbing her husband multiple times after finding images in his cell phone that showed him having sex with another woman. Let's go to World of Buzz for the report, please. A woman reportedly stabbed her husband several times after suspecting him of cheating on her. Oh, stop, the suspect became jealous and angry. Stop for one second. Stop for one second. Stop for one second. Stop for one second. Before we get to this, I want to I want to talk. Ladies, can you imagine finding images in your man's cell phone of him having sex with another woman? Do you A go Jasmine Sullivan and bust his windows out of his car? Do you B Keisha Cole feel like you two should have cheated? Do you see Mary J. Blige not going to cry? You have to tell yourself that, right? Or do you resort to violence in D, crime mob, Nuck, and Buck? Well, Leonora A. clearly resorted to D, okay? Her husband nucked, so she bucked. And by bucked, I mean young bucked, stabbed his ass. Now, your Uncle Charlotte has told you on this radio a million times, sometimes in life, you have to measure twice in order to cut once. In this case, Leonora A. should have measured twice before she cut her husband multiple times because what she thought it was, it wasn't. Now, let's go to World of Buzz for the report, please. A woman reportedly stabbed her husband several times after suspecting him of cheating on her. The suspect became jealous and angry after seeing a picture of her husband Stop with a time, young one time, woman. One time, one time, one time, one time, one time, one time. I just want y'all to think about this, ladies. You found images of your man with another woman in his phone. Think about it. Oh, you're getting enraged. Huh? Is that a trigger for some of y'all? Because y'all done took that man back after cheating on you. Is it a trigger? All right, go back to World of Buzzfeed Report. A woman reportedly stabbed her husband several times after suspecting him of cheating on her. The suspect became jealous and angry after seeing a picture of her husband with a young woman without realizing it was actually a picture of her when she was younger. Stupid. As a result, she stabbed her husband several times before he managed to snatch the Stupid. knife from her. He then explained that it was a picture of the two of them a few years ago when they were still skinny and young and elaborated that the pictures have been digitized and stored on his phone. The woman was arrested after the police arrived following the report of a neighbor who heard the commotion in their house. Let me tell you something. Life is an illusion. Just like social media. Whatever you think it is, it ain't. And poor Leonora R. learned that the hard way. Her husband, Juan, had old images of him and Leonora from when they were younger and still only dating in his phone. He found the images in an old email and saved them. And Leonora thought he was with another woman because in the pics, she looked younger and slimmer. A lot to unpack here. Okay, like my therapist says, number one, Leonora has a lot of insecurities. We all do, right? But her looking at those pictures and recognizing him, but not herself, leads me to believe that in her age, she has let herself go a little bit. And if he looks the same, then she probably thinks he's going to cheat on her at any moment. Leonora, nobody can help you with that insecurity. That is a personal problem, but you have to recognize it for what it is. You might have let yourself go to the point that you don't even recognize yourself. So much so that you thought your husband was cheating with another woman when you saw pics of him <laughs> with your younger self. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Talking about a mind fornication. Now, this is like when dogs first encounter mirrors and they react as if the image is another dog. You ever seen a dog do that? Mm -hmm. All you comedians get to it because there's a great female dog mirror joke in here somewhere. I just don't use the word bitch in reference to women, so I can't find it. 
The moral of the story is jealousy is a bitch, though. Okay, people get jealous because they have low self-esteem and insecurity issues. Leonora clearly has self-esteem and insecurity issues. Hell, you would too if you couldn't even recognize yourself anymore. The next time you feel jealous in a relationship, feel your feels, but also remember that your partner is with you because they want to be with you because of your positive qualities. I read this great article on Huffington Post once that I had to look up this morning. It's called Seven Strategies on Dealing with Jealousy and in Intimate Relationships. Relationships. Number seven, trust yourself. Number six, trust your partner. Number five, heal your wounds. Number four, appreciate yourself. Number three, express your jealousy in a soft way, not a stabbing way. Two, calm down and stay vulnerable. And number one, the one Leona should have followed the most is don't act on your feelings, especially if your feelings are to cause violence to your significant other. Please give Leona R the sweet sounds of the Hamiltons. Now we're running late, but I wanted to play a little quick game of guess what race it is. Did I give it away? Did I play? Okay. Guess what race it is! All right, Leona R. Stabbed her husband multiple times after seeing pics of her younger self and not recognizing herself because now she's built like SpongeBob Square ass. DJ NB. Guess <laughs> what race she is! Caucasian. Okay, okay. Angela Yee, Leona R. Stabbed her husband multiple times after seeing pics of her younger self and not recognizing herself because now she's built like the new Escalade. Guess what <laughs> race she is! Well, I have to confess, I have already seen the story, so I already know. So am I... Disqualified. Booted? You're disqualified. Yeah. But you can tell us what she is. Hispanic. Yes. She's from Mexico. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> now, Dramos is Spanish. We let him pick the Spanish stuff. I don't know what... What, what was that? Dora? I didn't pick that. That's been here. Who was that? Was that Dora? I don't, I don't know what that, that was. That sounded like Dora the Explorer. Was that... That's disgusting. Adios, I'm, I'm actually kind of ashamed of myself right now. Uh, that is Dora. Yes, she's from Mexico. She's... Mexican. Okay. Yes. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you for that donkey today, sir. <laughs> yes. Up next, ask ye. 800-585-1051. Spanish women will cut you, though. I've always been told that. Really? Right, Dramos? Don't put that out there. I'm asking, will they? I don't, what? Will any woman cut you? They're what? passionate. They're passionate lovers. Has, has, one of, has one of your women ever put a knife on you, Dramos? No. You're a liar. I'm not You've a always liar. been a liar. <laughs> ask ye <laughs> is next. Any relationship advice? Women. What? He said he doesn't date Hispanic women. Uh, I never said that. <laughs> whoa, whoa, I never knew that. My whoa. girlfriend is Puerto Rican. Whoa. Wow. Okay. You have a girlfriend now. <laughs> I've always had a girlfriend. What's happening? You're, you're such a self-hating oh Puerto Rican girl. You, you actually got a middle finger at the Puerto Rican flag on That's your head. That's not true. That is a fact. That is not true. I'm going to take a picture and put it on Instagram. You're, you sure. got a middle finger aiming at a Puerto Rican flag. All right. You should be ashamed of yourself. Ask ye is next. You need relationship advice or any type of advice. 800-585-1051 is The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Relationship advice? Need personal advice? Just need real advice. Call up now for Ask Yee. Keep the bread. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Lynn. Hey, Lynn, what's your question for Yee? I'm just recently dealing with a breakup uh, last week. My ex-boyfriend dumped me because I blocked him. And... Mm. It's hard for me to deal with this because before he broke up with me, he was talking about marriage and he was ready to tell his parents about us. And 
I was ready to marry this guy. Why did you block him? Well, I blocked him because he went outside the country without telling. Well, he Whoa. told me he was leaving, but he also was going to see me before he go outside the country. And then he left without saying goodbye. Okay, so you blocked him because he went out of the country without... Where was he? Why did he go out of the country? Um, It was for... He left for New Year's Eve to go see his family. Lynn, it sounds like y'all got other issues besides just this blocking. And then it sounds like there were some other things going on for you to... For him to leave without saying goodbye and then for you to block him for that. Like, what's going on in this relationship? Okay, so my issue with this man when we were together was lack of communication. But he always wanted me to trust him. Like, he kept telling me how much he wants me, how much he wants to be with me, how much he sees me as a wife. But because I'm so, like, emotional and sensitive from my past relationship, I feel like there's always something going on. So I don't trust it when a man go, can go, uh, like, 24 or 48 hours without talking to me, even if he loves me. Okay. Did you really think he was doing anything outside of the relationship? No, but I feel like a woman should always hear from her, her man. It was making me, like, go crazy. Right, and he's probably not, well, for whatever reason, he wasn't used to that. It sounds like y'all just really had a really bad communication breakdown, and now you guys are both being really stubborn. You did something to him because you felt like he did something to you, so you did it to spite him, and then now he's dumped you because he's trying to get back at you for doing something to spite him. And it feels like something that y'all just really haven't spoken to each other, and nobody wants to give in and say sorry. Well, I said sorry. Like, I told him I'm sorry. I would never block you again, and he's... He just said he can't do it anymore. He can't deal with the back and forth because he feels like if he marries me and something goes wrong, I'm going to ask him for a divorce. And I will say this. You can't think that things will get uh, solved just because you guys got married. If you have issues that you're dealing with, you have to deal with them now. Instead, you can't think you're going to get married and it's going to put a Band-Aid on everything and everything will, will be all better. So you guys probably aren't ready to be at that point anyway. So is he back in the country? Yes, he is. And he's not trying but, to say. Okay, so when he did come back to the country, he was in my state because we're, we were in a long-distance relationship to different states. But because he, I was, he was blocked and he was trying to reach me to talk to me, he couldn't, and then he had to go back to where he yeah, it's just not, it sounds like a lot. And I, I, it feels like you kind of uh, set it off. I get that you were upset that he did what he did, but you guys already had a long-distance relationship. He was going to see his family. And it probably isn't easy for a guy to not feel like the woman he's with trust him. It's okay. frustrating. So it sounds like you might be the one that really has to, and I understand that you don't like the way that he's done certain things, but you can't just block somebody and not address it with them. You have to really be an adult and have those conversations. You can't just avoid somebody and do things to spite them. Oh, man. But he didn't call you in 24 hours, though? Like, he would go days without talking to me because he really, he's to himself. Nah, that's foul. But, like, you don't go days without like speaking to your girl. Yeah. In my opinion. I know it wasn't just me. Oh, yeah, yeah, but you so block. Guys, it feels like y'all needed to address those issues head on, though. You can't just block somebody. And then now he called your bluff. You blocked him and then he dumped you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that, ain't, that ain't funny, but it's kind of funny. That's the way she worded it was kind of funny. He called your bluff <laughs> and then he dumped you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's what happened. And I do feel like, look, it's a communication thing. If there's things that he does that you don't like, like not speaking to you, if you trust him and don't think there's anything going on, y'all need to really address those things. You can't just block someone. That is true. You see, I have learned my lesson because 
this was really hard for me. I've been going to speak to my pastor, my sisters, and church, everybody, because I feel like he should give me a second, well, yeah, a second chance. Yeah, he doesn't have to do that. And hopefully you got, but you also sometimes have to admit that certain things that you did were wrong. And that way he can admit that things that he did was wrong, but it does take, it does have to start somewhere or else it's just a cycle of I'm doing this to you and then you're doing this to me and now I'm doing this to you and everybody's trying to one-up each other. That is true. Thanks, Angelie. Oh my God, I love you guys. Uh-huh. We love you too. We love you more than your boyfriend does. Don't stop it, man. Block him. Now that's who you need to block, man. I hear you, baby. What'd you say? Can I ask you something? Can I of course. Oh my gosh, I want it so bad. She needs something to do. My book? Yeah, she needs a book. Oh yeah, I'll send you. I'm, I'm gonna send you a copy of Shook One Anxiety Playing Tricks on Me, and I'll send you a copy of Dr. Rita Walker, The Unapologetic Guide to Black oh Mental Health. Oh my gosh, this will help me get over this. Wait, I'm no, I got you. I'm gonna send them right now. All right, hold I'm on. Okay. I'm gonna get you a. You know what I'm. Uh, never mind. I'm about to lie. I'm about to tell you, I'll get you an advanced copy of Tamika Mallory's State of Emergency, but I don't have those yet. All right. Well, it. ask ye. 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, hit ye now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Here's some real advice with Angela Yee. It's Ask Ye. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Ye. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Tiffany. Hey, what's your question for you? Um, hey, Angela. Um, hey, girl. Okay, so you know the little craze that's going around with everybody doing the crybaby and all of that. Yes. Okay. Well, I am 27, and I've been had like this insecurity all my life, like since I've been having sex with getting on top. <laughs> um. Okay. Like, I have a boyfriend that I'm with, and we've been together for like two years now and in those years we've done it twice like where I've gotten on top but like I think it's an insecurity thing and I actually just really don't know how so I'm just trying to you know get some advice on what I need to do is it like a rhythm thing or is it being so exposed that you're on top and he's looking at you like every he can see you every and see everything honestly I think that might be what it is because uh, let me tell you something. He obviously loves what he sees. And I'm sure for him, the visual of seeing you on top is just amazing. And sometimes I think we put too much on ourselves and worry about how we look. But trust me, guys seeing his girl naked on top of him, no matter what insecurities you might have about your body, he loves everything about it. He tells me that, and I mean, and I listen to him, and I love him just as much as he loves me. It's just, I guess, I don't know, I just be... I don't know. Sometimes I even, like, if I'm in the bathroom and stuff like that, I'm covered until we get in the bed. Like, I don't know. It's just, I think it's just my whole body thing, like, I'm insecure about. And he wouldn't be with you, and I'm sure that he, uh, I'm trying to think of the right word to use. Can I say ejaculate? I'm sure that he ejaculates every time, right? Yeah, he does. Well, clearly he likes what he sees, and he likes how it feels. And you have to trust that. He's looking at you and he's seeing something amazing and you're looking at you and being too critical of yourself. And I will say if there's things about yourself that you don't like, that you feel like, okay, you know, maybe I need to work on this. That's fine. You can work on things on yourself, but he loves you how you are. He wouldn't be with you and he wouldn't right. want and you to I be on top. I told him, like, I think it's my, I think more or less like with my stump and stuff or whatever, I was talking to him about lipo and he was just like, I would not like that if you went and did that. I think you're fine how you are and, 
You're right. You're right. Well, I'm doing it. I'm doing a detox. If you want to do the detox with me, and I'll send you um, the meal plan, the detox now. But sometimes it's just little things that can give you some more confidence. But I promise you, this is how you start off on top because that is one of the best positions. And uh, for a lot of women, it's the easiest way for us to have an orgasm because of the positioning. But I will say, maybe you start off on top where you're laying on top of him. You don't necessarily have to be sitting up, and then you can advance to that where you drop it on him, but maybe you just lay on top so he's not, so you're not feeling so self-conscious until you feel more confident in that. And do it at night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, have a little okay. candlelit so it's just like you just see the silhouette and then and then you'll feel more confident. But trust and believe your man loves what he sees. And that's a, a beautiful thing. And men love confidence too. Yeah, they do. <laughs> When I'm feeling my best, it, it makes him happy. So, yeah. And, girl, don't be afraid to do that reverse cowgirl, too. You know, turn around. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Good boy, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, Salome, have- hey, peace, peace, hey, peace, queen. How are you? Have a good night tonight. I think you should bust out tonight. All right, mama. Have fun tonight, all right? I will. All right. And that crybaby challenge on that Ask ye, 800-585-1051. the hell is the crybaby challenge? That's what she started off talking about. You haven't seen the challenge? Hell no. I don't know what that is. She's seen it before. Well, He's done it before. He's done it before for sure. All right, ye, we got rumors on the way? Yes, and let's talk about a Jay-Z feature. Find out which rapper is finally getting a Jay-Z feature. A lot of people feel like that's an impossible task, but he's made it happen. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's The Breakfast Club. Hey, morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. It's cold in here. Do you have shrinkage? (laughs) I don't know why are you yelling at. What's the problem with you? Goodness gracious. Let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Tory Lanez. It's about time. What's going on? Rumor report. Rumor report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, Terry Lanez has filed a motion. He wants to amend the terms of a protective order that's keeping him from publicly commenting on his case with Megan Thee Stallion. So, but he did put out that whole album that kind of told his side of the story. Now, maybe, according maybe, to maybe Art, Maybe Art gives you a different... Uh, a different license? I don't know. A different license to speak on it? I don't mm-hmm. know. Now, according to court documents, Tory Lanez's attorneys are saying that there's new evidence that support his innocence and allegedly contradicts Megan Thee Stallion's statements. We won't know any of this until the court hearing that's scheduled for February 25th. But uh, Megan Thee Stallion, on her behalf, maintains that he did shoot her. And so I guess we won't know anything until they go to court. He's facing up to 22 years and eight months in prison if he is convicted. So why can't he just wait on it and speak on it in court when he says he wants permission to talk about it? Like, who does he mean that to? So who does he want to talk to? Social media? I'm sure. Instagram Live? So. I'm sure. Like, man, save it for the courtroom. You put in an album already, but now save, I guess, the other details for the courtroom. Like, who cares? All right, now LeBron is going to be executive producing a new serial limited series on HBO, and that will take a deeper look into the criminal justice system in Cleveland. It follows a young cop and the man he's accused of beating, and it will explore how a courthouse in the Midwest handles these accusations and how that incident impacts everyone from that cop to the lawyer to the victim of the crime and the city residents. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll watch that. Kevin Hart has signed on to star in Borderlands, that movie. And he's going to be playing Roland, a soldier on the hunt for vast riches on the abandoned planet. He's been talking to Lionsgate for months about that role. So it'll be a departure from previous roles. And it's purely dramatic. Kevin knows that. 
the hustling ass Negro he right is. there. He is. He definitely is. I think he's. I think it's about four of him actually. Some people got the money to have two of them. I think he's cloned three more of himself. All right, now you have the opportunity to vote for the final member of the X Men, and you can vote at Marvel.com/slash X Men Vote starting January twenty seventh until February second. And so the nominations include, now you know I'm not going to know these people, Banshee, Polaris, Forge, Boom Boom, Tempo, Cannonball, Sunspot, Strong Guy, Marrow, and Armor. This trash, like trash, 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 trash. Banshee, a bunch like, of trash ass X-Men. Polaris. F but, but the final member of the X-Men for what? He, he doesn't know. He has like no for clue. What? Like you just that was just random. Like for what? Is it for a comic book? Is it for a movie? A TV Sheesh. show? Animated series? What, what is it? You he only did that um, story because you were in the X-Men. She has no idea anything about X-Men. Yeah, you get to determine the final member of the first X-Men team of the, I don't even know how to say this, Krakoan era. Yeah, it says it's up to you to elect the final member to protect mutant kind. And what the hell are y'all talking about right now? We, we don't know. We don't do this X-Men thing. But what is when this in regards to? What, I know about Cite your sources. What is this in regards to? Marvel.com. That's the sources. It's drawn into a, a Marvel comic. I don't know what y'all talking about. <laughs> we thought you would know the story. I mean, I know all I of those. You, na you na but you named a, you named a bunch of X Men though, right? The ballots are like she said: Banshee, Polaris, Forge, Boom Boom, Tempo, Cannonball, Sunspot, Strong Guy, Marrow, and Armor. Those are the, the ten that you could choose. All right, those now let's X-Men. Look, we don't Fresh know. Month. We don't do this. Mm. Ask us about Bachelor, a ninety day fiance. We'll tell you about that. <laughs> Sorry, you All right, now let's talk about French Montana. It looks like he's getting that Jay-Z feature, and you know these are not easy to get. So he was having a conversation on DJ Semtex's Hip Hop Raise Me podcast, and here's what he said. I worked with him on other people's songs, but me and him never had, like, like you know, one of the Montana hooks, and, like, uh, we're going, it's, it's Jay-Z, and we finally found the song. I was playing this song for somebody in the studio, and, and the artist just grabbed me and just started wrinkling my shirt like yo what is this and jay-z happened to see that and jay-z was like yo that record is crazy he was like he was like let me let me let me get you know motivated to write the 16 on this real quick see french i wouldn't have said nothing to the record yep. came out and, just I think jay-z yeah. jay-z must have just oh, might have jay-z might have just lost all motivation to <laughs> yeah, write that 16. i would have said nothing french okay you know, French is my guy, but I would have just kept that low you until wait. we got the clearance. You got to wait till the shot. You got to wait till Khaled says the Sean Carter vocals are in. <laughs> okay, because that was definitely Khaled, the Fat Joe, who wrinkled your shirt. All right, now Meek Mill has deactivated his Instagram and Twitter. People aren't sure why. It could mean that he's working on a new album, though. So perhaps that's the reason why people say, "Okay, let me just back up." I wonder if he's still on Clubhouse. Because uh, Meek Mill be getting it in on these uh, clubhouse discussions. But, yeah, so people are noticing that he is off of that for now, I guess. Could be. That's why people say, let me just get off here. Because it can be very distracting as people are weighing in on everything that you're doing and trying to work on some new music. It's just wild what people pay attention to. Like, I would have never known Meek Mill mm -mm. cut his Instagram off if people didn't report that as a story. Maybe he's on vacation. <laughs> Maybe he took a break. I don't know. Maybe he's working on his album. Who cares? I don't know. I just don't look at it. I'd be going for days without looking at my social media. So it's helpful, though. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. All right. Now, uh, shout to Revolt. We'll see you tomorrow. Everybody else, let's get to the mix. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.
morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, shout out to Will Packer and Felicia Mary for joining us today. The show Bigger is on tonight on BET. Make sure you go check it out. Yeah, I'm triggered, though. I'm triggered by um, big penises. I, and I am that guy that will buy perform. I'm the guy that buys male enhancement pills. I'm not going to lie. I've, I've bought like tw- I bought them like twice in my life. I bought them back in the day, uh, Magnar X pills out the back of the sauce, and I just bought some um, a few weeks ago that I saw on. Where did you Hub. buy them from? You just go to a, lo- a local store and just. Nah, you order them out. The, I ordered them out. The, I think it was back at Double XL actually. I ordered them out the back of Double well, XL. You said a couple of weeks ago. You didn't buy those. Yeah, a couple weeks ago I ordered those off Pornhub. It was <laughs> a link on no for real. It was a link on Pornhub. <laughs> what was the link? It was actually this dude. He was masturbating, and his penis was huge. I mean, it looked like a goddamn AK forty-seven. And I was, I started, right. I clicked That's on the link, info. and I started reading about TMI, the pills. Bro. And it was all I these was different people who had all these different experiences. Um, and they said it worked, so I ordered it. I'm be honest, I think it do work, bro. Okay. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I might think it do work. And don't give me hang time. A little bit more hang time. But I do see the growth. That's TMI, bro. That's TMI. So you're watching a man masturbate, and you say, wow, his penis is pretty big. I want. I wish mine was that big. Let me find out what he uses. You DM'd him. He told you what he uses. What's wrong with that? Okay. You never seen a car? And we're like, damn, that's a dope-ass car. I want to get that car. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you never seen an outfit? And be like, yo, that's a dope-ass jacket. I'm going to get that same jacket. What's the I difference? Have. You never seen a pair of sneakers? Like, that's some dope-ass sneakers. I'm going to get that. What's yes, the difference? What's the difference? What's the difference? <laughs> What's the difference? Okay. What's the difference? It's awkward the every day. All right, when we come back, positive note, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Ah, it's time to get up out of here, guys. Yes, it is. You got a positive note? I do, man. I just want to tell folks that empowering others doesn't decrease your power. It replenishes it. I repeat, empowering others doesn't decrease your power. It replenishes it. Breakfast Club, bitches! We all finished or y'all done?